Welcome, welcome to another episode of Gas Network Present Sports for the Culture. I'm here with the family. Price, XXV, Double I, Rome, C Melo, Cross Lion, T Buggy Man. This is the greatest sports show on the planet, La Familia. Hope you're ready for a ride. Can't wait to hear what you guys got to say. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to the best sports show on the block. If you don't know, I'm telling you right now. It's Gas Present Sports for the Culture. I'm here with the gang, La Familia. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. I'm going to start on the bottom left this time. <laughs> it's your boy, Dimelo, bro. As a Giants fan, I must wear this to start off the show. How the hell did we lose to a bunch of third and fourth stringers? And not even just lose by seven points, but we got our ass handed to us. What the flock of? <laughs> <laughs> hey, reuse and recycle that paper bag, my boy. Uh, top right, introduce yourself. At Bryce XXV Double I, man. It's a pleasure to be joined by y'all fellas once again. Another great show, man. Let's get to it. Hey, let's try to let's try to stay out the. Uh, the dirty debate tactics, you know what I'm saying? Let's keep it clean tonight, fellas. I think it's enough of that, uh, enough of those funny debates going on tonight. <laughs> yeah, man, we seeing a lot of tit for tat, man. You feel me? We might get a little bit, a little saucy tonight, but nothing, nothing like that. All right, last but not least, T. I mean, uh, I'm, I can't introduce you. Bottom right, you can introduce me. <laughs> hey, but not nah, T Boogie, man. Hey. You're going to have to pass that bag one square up because we got the Eagles next week. So, you know what I'm saying? The backup gang, the Niners gang, we in here. But uh, as always, wash your hands. Wash your ass. Stay safe out there. Let's get this show started. Hey, recycling that bag. If I got to use it, I, if we, I will say, I will gladly say, if the Eagles go 0, not 0 and 4, but 0, 3 and 1, I'll rock a bag next week. Believe that. All right, but let's get into it, man. We don't want to talk about no bum teams right now. We're going to talk about the cream of the crop right now because right now we're coming off like pretty much like two of the dream matchups you could ask for in terms of top-tier quarterbacks going head-to-head. We had the battle of the old heads, which was Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. We all see how that turned out. Then we had the battle of the young studs. We had Lamar Jackson, and then we had Patrick Mahomes. We all know how that turned out. So my question for the gang is, out of these top quarterbacks in these primetime uh, matchups, who is the most impressive to you guys? Uh, jump off. Well, man, I, I, started off. I started off, man, because I'm not worried about the battle of the youngsters, the battle of whoever. only thing I'm worried about is the battle of the Hatsters, man. If you watch the show regularly, <laughs> you know we had a crazy bet going on between the one and only T-Boogie and our panelists who's not here today, the good man, Jerome Coleman. Now, look, one of these dudes posted not wear their hat on the, ne- on the very next episode, and we've now titled it, for all my Game of Thrones fans, The Battle of the Hatsters. Hey, bottom right, man, T-Boogie, man, go ahead and let them know who won, who lost, who had to take their hat off during that next episode, man. Oh, it ain't me. You know what I'm saying? The Battle of the Hatsters won by your boy. You know, I won my Game of Thrones. I drink. And I know things. I, it's only right. I, I told you, if, if you've been listening to me last week, since the beginning of this show, I've told you, man, Mahomes is the guy. It's not Lamar Jackson. He can't throw. Uh, I was impressed by Mahomes the most. and We knew what he could do. 
crazy part is, I don't even know why we're talking about that as a matchup. In my mind, that's not even a viable quarterback matchup. Uh, Lamar Jackson had the stats that you would expect if your quarterbacks got hurt, all of them, and you had to play your running back and quarterback. That's a, that's that's about the night he had. He had some drops, but you know he missed some guys. He missed some big plays. But the fact remains is, when Lamar Jackson is down two scores, he's never won a game. When he's down at halftime, he's never won a game. He's 0 for 2 in the playoffs. I'm not sure. I mean, he got the MVP, right? He's a prolific runner, but as a as a pure quarterback, we shouldn't even be mentioning this guy with the likes of the other three guys we're, we're going to talk about. So I don't want to get on the kid too much. He's got he's got some growing to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it to I'm gonna kick it to G, man. Right. For me, it was impressive. For me, it was Aaron Rodgers. The way that the offense was running without the number one receiver, and without even using the top running back and Aaron Jones to go off, Aaron Rodgers still managed to win that game. Out the way Kamara was playing was just like stellar. You would have thought Drew Brees would have been a, a, a lot better. With Kamara, the way he was playing, but for Aaron Rodgers to win that game, maybe just to give it all to Aaron Rodgers, that defense do what they did to help out Aaron Rodgers a little bit, finally had some defensive help. But Aaron Rodgers, for me, this weekend was like the best quarterback. We're not going to compare him to right now to Patrick Mahomes because he has all the weapons in the world. Shit, even his even his old lineman could catch, catch the ball at that red zone. I'm like, bro, who doesn't catch for, for the Chiefs at this point? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised Andy Reid goes out there and catch himself a ball here or there. But for me, it was just Aaron Rodgers, the way he just won that game and just ran that offense without his number one weapon. And not even that, so that without using his number one running back to win that game. Because I believe Aaron, Aaron Jones only had, like, what, 62 rushing yards? And Aaron Rodgers still won that game? It's, it goes to show you that Aaron Rodgers, is, he's, he should be a candidate for MVP this year, just as much as Russell Wilson, the way we're talking about him. Yeah, a lot of people have been sleeping on Rodgers. We all know about that. If you've if you been keeping up with the articles on the site, you know you know that, that we've been talking about Rodgers for a minute. He's been getting slept on. He's in the conversation now. I agree, G. Bryce, most disappointing or most most impressive team, rather. I mean, uh, quarterback. Most impressive quarterback over the weekend, man. And it's really the most impressive start, in my opinion. It, it's got to be Russell Wilson. I mean, Pat Mahomes getting all the hype as the best quarterback right now, QB1 in the NFL, but not in my book. I still got Russell Wilson as the best quarterback in the league, and I think he's proven it uh, early this season. The guy's on pace for 78 touchdowns, bro. 78 touchdowns, like, that that's ridiculous. Uh, before this this week just passed, he was on 80%. I think that, I think that uh, percentage went down to about 77 or 78. Just ridiculous numbers in the first three games. Uh, he broke Pat Mahomes' record that uh, Pat set last season for the most touchdowns through three games to start the season. If the dude gets anywhere near 70 touchdowns, man, I think he's firmly in not just MVP conversation, but he's in GOAT conversation. He did it again over the weekend uh, against the Cowboys, man. Hey, Ruck is my number one most impressive most impressive quarterback so far, not just over this week, but this season. And, and I also got to give some credit to the boy Josh Allen, man, because – if I had to pick a second, I might just go with him before Pat Mahomes. Maybe because I'm a little surprised with how strong Josh Allen is coming out. But that dude has been impressive too. And I think when you're talking about that MVP conversation, you gotta you gotta include his name right now. Yeah, Josh um, Allen having a hell of a year. You, you know who else? Yes, you know who else is having a hell of a year. And uh we we've talked about this guy, but we should still be talking about this guy. Cam Newton, man. All the guy does is win. And if Russell Westbrook is, is your MVP 
front runner. Cam lost to him by half a yard, maybe. You know what I'm saying? So you got to talk about Cam. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my man Rome real quick. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the, the dome. I don't know if you're going to dye it. I don't know if you're going to shave it, fry it, dye it, lay it to the side. I don't know what you're going to do. But uh, hats off to you, pun intended. <laughs> and uh, stop back with Lamar Jackson, man. <laughs> hey, hey look. If Rome come with the Beijing, I'm done, man. I'm done. He he looked like a Beijing king. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. <laughs> to that hat, man. <laughs> Beijing king. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, you really got to talk about Cam. It's, a, it's some other quarterbacks that aren't really uh, getting it done, but they're winning games. Um, Baker, I, Cleveland hasn't looked good, but they're two and one. They're in a good, they're in a good comfortable position. I, Matt Ryan looks good to me, but they're zero and three. So. I mean, it's really a lot to talk about in week three. Um, overall, I've been impressed with the quarterbacks mostly. There's a few guys I haven't been. Um, I'm not going to speak their name, but uh, not yet. <laughs> not yet. But, uh, yeah. Nah, you make a good point, man. You make a good point. A lot of good quarterbacks, a lot of good quarterback play. Um, but I, I, I feel as though I, I have to mention, obviously I think it was mentioned, but I don't think it was enough enough love shed on, on, the, on the greatness that's going on in front of us. Obviously, Russell Wilson's having a great season. He's on pace for whatever, 75 touchdowns, you know, but it's kind of kind of projections of this earlier aren't really uh, uh, right sample base to be projecting. But if you want to talk about projections, let's talk about Patrick Mahomes. Like this guy is like it's not too often when you have a player that's so good and so hyped and he actually lives up to the hype. So I just want to give a little bit more love to Patrick Mahomes right now, because I'm just right. talking about primetime quarterbacks. Ain't no better in the league. I don't see the Chiefs losing uh, anytime soon. Um, right now, they're on a crazy win streak all the way through the playoffs into the regular season now. So we'll see what happens. But I say Patrick Mahomes, you know, to me, that's the guy. No, he's definitely the guy. Uh, and one thing about Patrick Mahomes, he might be the only black quarterback you're going to say is sneaky athletic. And that's how I knew he was going to be the Ravens, right? Even if you manage to take away his weapons. He can run. He can still run. The guy can still escape the pocket, and we saw that. He, he, I think he scrambled for a crucial third down in that game, down the stretch. I mean, he's led the team in rushing this season. and You know what I'm saying? Not just it's, – it's such a far contrast from Lamar Jackson. Not to just keep hating on the kid, but the guy didn't even throw for 100 yards. He had 80-something rushing yards. A lot of Baltimore fans are blaming Greg Roman, blaming the offensive coordinator. Um, I, they loved him leading up to the playoffs. All of a sudden – they, they hate him. They got mad. They say he abandoned the run, right? I've been hearing all offseason about how Lamar Jackson is this talented passer, how how he's going to grow as a passer. When it's time for him to pass, man, whatever the reason, I don't. you can claim drops, you can claim play calling, I don't care. When it's time to pass consistently, Ravens haven't got it done, man. And you're not going to beat any team in this league if you cannot throw the ball. You know what I'm saying? Their game is predicated on play action. That play action goes away. Nobody cares if you run when you're when you're down 10, when you're down 14. So, I don't know, man. The key to beat the Ravens is get up early and fast. Yeah, that's a good point. I think I think a team that's built like the Ravens, it is kind of tough to come back. And I think they, they've, they've proven, you know, to this point that they're not built necessarily to score in bunches, right? Don't get me wrong. The Ravens can put 45 on the board. But are they putting 28 on the board in one quarter? Probably not, right? Now – I'm not in the boat that thinks that Lamar Jackson can't evolve into that type of quarterback. And I've seen enough from him that leads me to believe he is becoming that. 
It takes time, though. It takes time. We've had some off-air conversations about how much time it takes to really develop a quarterback. A guy like Lamar Jackson, who's been able to win off his athleticism as long as he has, is he, he, I mean, it's, it's obviously going to stunt your quarterback growth a little bit that much, that much more, right? Because we're used to being able to razzle-dazzle, get out of situations. Now when that can't happen, it's going to take you – you have an even larger learning curve than a guy like a Pat Mahomes who's a baseball player who's used to that throwing mechanics, who comes from Texas Tech where he's throwing 65 times in a game these these are these are these are these are things that people are not thinking about when a quarterback goes to a new team, but these things matter. For Lamar Jackson, it might take another season, but luckily for him, and unlike some other quarterbacks who are not as gifted athletically, he has the athleticism to cover for him while he gets his passing skills up. And that's what the Ravens are gonna have to rely on. Maybe it maybe it yeah, maybe you lose a game to a team like the Chiefs in the regular season, right? But the same skill set gets you 14 and 2. The same skill set. Can, can get can get you a deep run in the playoff. I still believe with Lamar Jackson as he currently is, the Ravens can make a deep run and even get to a Super Bowl. I truly believe that. I don't think he's holding them back. I think if anything, you have to make sure that you're taking advantage of every opportunity when you have that type of team. Third and three, you got to go. You got to you for third and three to a fourth and two. Why aren't we going for this? Two fourth downs, short fourth down conversions. They should have gone for. The Ravens are passing up the opportunity. They're kicking the field goal instead of putting points on the board. If you're playing Pat Mahomes, you need every point you can get. I think the Ravens' coach did fail them, but when the Ravens are behind, it's going to take a perfect game plan with Lamar Jackson. So I think both those things are kind of kind of right. But let me jump in real, real quick, because I hear everything you're saying. And uh, you're saying he's not all the way there, but he has the potential to get there, right? And he's coming off an MVP season, 14 wins and all that. All that being said, right now, are you taking Kyler or Lamar to start a franchise? Lamar. That's tough. I probably right now I lean towards Lamar still, but that's tough though. That's tough. I mean, look what Kyler did last week, bro. It wasn't. Now you, you pose you pose, you pose an interesting interesting point, uh, T. It seems crazy because Lamar Jackson literally just won the MVP, but I'm gonna be the oddball. I, I, I'll take Kyler Murray. I'll take Kyler Murray uh, over Lamar Jackson because Kyler Murray is much more poised in the pocket. Uh, he's shown that he's an excellent passer. Um, he just got way more zing on the ball. Uh, Bryce, you, you alluded to it. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes having the versatility in his release uh, points and just the, the flexibility of him being able to throw and him just throwing dimes because he played baseball. You know, you got to figure like that probably helped Kyler Murray too. Whereas Lamar Jackson, you know, running running does help you make you make you a better quarterback, but it doesn't necessarily make you a better passer. Yeah, but the thing about it, okay, for example, last week, Kyler Murray, three picks, and I think he might have had a lost fumble. Don't quote me on the lost fumble. But I, I remember the three picks. If Lamar Jackson did that same thing, we'd be y'all be grilling him, tell me how bad of a passer he is, right? I mean, come on, let's be honest. But Lamar Kyler Jackson Murray, throws like half of the amount of passes that Kyler wait, Murray throws in the game. Kyler Murray throws like 40, 50 plus times a game. Look, look, look. For all that, right? Kyler Murray hasn't gone over 300 yards yet. But we're we're lauding him as this amazing passer. He hasn't gone over 300 in three games now. I'm not saying it's a huge sample size. What I'm saying is, what are we crediting him for? The way the pass looks when he throws it or the yes. actual result? The actual result has not equaled what Lamar Jackson has done in the NFL. And all honesty, it's nowhere close, even through these three games. That's fair. No, I That's agree. Fair. I agree. I agree. I agree with that. Man, what are y'all talking about? Y'all giving Patrick Mahomes a little bit too much credit. Look at the Chiefs. That, that offense has just been built around him. He has uh, the least of top three tight ends. 
a top three receiver. We coming, like, we coming, we coming, man. We gonna get there, bro. We gonna get there. My bad. And then, and then you're talking about other, 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 other assets that you have. Patrick Mahomes is the biggest asset that the Chiefs has. But come on now, like I still believe in Lamar Jackson. It's just Lamar Jackson's going up again a juggernaut. It's just. And him and his tight end, like you saw who his favorite target throughout that whole game was, his tight end. His tight end was dropping a lot of those catches. Like if those if this tight end was catching was catching those balls, this would have been a closer, high scoring game. Like you saw how look at that defense, that defense came kicked up. What don't you let uh don't you let don't you score fourteen more points after the second after the first half? Compared to the twenty, what was it, twenty seven points? Right. On the first half? That Ravens defense did come up on that second half of the game. So now we're talking about if the defense would have played a little bit better, I, I say it would have been a closer game. I still would have given it to the Chiefs, but I, it would have been like at least a three-point win game for the Chiefs. Holding, holding a team to 14 points a half gets, gets, gets you fired. Well, it would be better than that than Doc River than having a 3-1 and one and then losing. That gets you fired. That's a great segue, T. That's a great segue. So that's going to bring us into our next topic as we transition through the NFL from the greatest to the worst. The most disappointing teams in the NFL, man. You know, heartbreak city, heartbreak hotel. You know it. I know it all too well. I ain't going to get into it, man. I am going to get into it, actually. But we're going to talk about the most disappointing teams in the NFL. So I feel as though it's only right that I will lead us off with the most disappointing team in the NFL. To me is the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't think it get much more disappointing than the Philadelphia Eagles, um, despite them only being a half game out of first place still, which is really just speaks to how terrible the NFC East is in the first place. But I cannot talk about a team that's been underachieving more than anything. Obviously, they've had some injury uh, issues, but, man, Carson Wentz, bro, like, I, 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 I'm, he's going to make me eat my words. Like, I, I was in here talking about he was one of the elite quarterbacks in the league, and he has the skill set to be. But he's played like trash the first three games. He's giving the ball away on the regular. You cannot win games when you're giving the ball away like that. Yeah, I'm sad too. I'm sad. I'm sad too. Yeah, it's been really bad, bro. And it's not only just Carson. It's like we don't even have the mojo no more. Doug Peterson out here, fourth down. Doug Peterson goes goes for fourth. The Doug Peterson I know goes for fourth downs just because. Just because he feels like it. You feel me? He's not scared about it. Fourth and 12, and you scared? What does that tell me? That tells me he has no faith in his quarterback. He has no faith in this team right now. And honestly, I'd rather have lost that game than tied the game. Because at least you're going for the win. Because when you sit there, fourth and 12, and you don't, you don't, you don't go for it in a must-win situation, that tells me you don't believe in your team, man. And that's worse than taking a tie because then you lost. You lost the game. You lost the locker room. I hope I hope I'm wrong, but that's how that's how I feel, man. Hey, you know what? That's a good point. But at the same time, it's crazy not to go for it. I, I agree with you. It's crazy not to go for the win there. But at the same time, you're in a division that you might make the playoffs with eight wins. So so not having a loss <laughs> might really be that one that, that gets you into the playoffs. So cut the man a little slack. Bro, fourth and twelve though, bro. I wouldn't no no coach in the right mind would go over fourth and down. What the fuck? That's what, nuts. What? I think every coach would. At the end of the game, if it's a must-win situation, you're not going to go for it. You're going to punt it. When you're on, like, the 40-yard line, 
Yeah, I mean, what Scrubs talking about too, there wasn't a lot of time left. What was it, maybe 20 seconds left in the game? 13 seconds. 14. Yeah, 14 seconds left. I mean, if you if you punt the ball, you're you're conceding tie. You know, you could have went for a long field goal and at least had a shot in hell. You know what I mean? Like fourth and twelve, I think you gotta go for that, Scrub. You bring you make a great point, man. It's not the same Doug Peterson right now. He doesn't have faith in, in what's going on in that offense. Hey, I said it very early in the season. Better get ready for Jalen Hurts, boy. <laughs> it's coming. Hey, that boy. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna get much better. Well, yeah, know, I know. Know hey, hey, he he can run. <laughs> Look, Every time Jalen Hurts has gotten the game, he's definitely diffused the defense. He's brought a different angle to the game. Obviously, he's been more in trick play situations. You sitting dropping back thirty plus times is a whole nother ball game. So we'll see. Right, I agree. I he mean, probably would help his safety. Safety. Yeah, honestly, the way Carson Wentz is playing, man, I would throw Jalen Hurts in there. Well, not yet, you know, don't get me wrong. Carson's earned the right to, you know, get this whole season. But if Doug Peterson did it to switch switch things up a little bit, I really couldn't be mad at him because the offense looks very, very stagnant with Carson Wentz. And it's almost like he's lost some of his mobility and, and like, very, very quickly. I mean, the guy's still relatively young. What, 27 maybe? I mean, it's almost like he's lost the majority of his mobility. He, the way he used to dip out the pocket and avoid sacks, he's not doing it anymore. Those same sacks he used to avoid, he's getting sacks. I saw a first hand against the Gens, man. He does he he just doesn't have that same that same elusiveness he wants. Against the who? Oh damn. The Washington football team. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But before hey man, I don't even wanna I, I almost picked him as my most disappointing, but I'm not surprised enough with them for it to be really a disappointment. So I, I'll keep it pushing, man, with my biggest disappointment this year. And I have to take you guys back, man, to our to our Super Bowl predictions. Uh, <laughs> I'm happy y'all haven't held me to this. I'm actually kind of surprised that y'all haven't held me to this. But we made our Super Bowl prediction before the season, man. I went ahead and took the Texans. And that was off the strength of John Watson, man. It had nothing to do with Bill O'Brien. It had nothing to do with the fact that DeAndre Hopkins was gone. You know, I wasn't looking at those things. I was looking at the, I was looking at what I felt was a young ascending quarterback who, if he got in the tournament, had a chance to go to the big dance. And I was wrong. Two and three at this point. They've had tough games. Don't get me wrong. I mean, what the Steelers, uh, the Chiefs. I mean, these are, these are these are not these are not really winnable games when you probably first look at the schedule. But I expect or I expect them to have at least man to be positioning themselves to make the playoffs. Eight teams make it this year. So, you know, what, I mean, excuse me, seven teams. So they, they, they're going to have a still a, a, a decent shot. But it's starting to look it's starting to look bleak for the Texans. And the fact that I picked them to be in the Super Bowl, I ain't picking them to win it, but I picked them to get there, it's looking bad for me. It's looking real bad. Yeah, I'm going to ride with you on this one. I'm going to ride the train with you on this one, the Texans. Bill O'Brien, the GM, is looking like a bum. Because him, the how, – the Hopkins going over there to the Cardinals the, is for what for David Johnson. I get it. You needed a running back, but David Johnson is not is not what Deshaun, Deshaun Watson needs right now. Yeah, that's my guy. But Deshaun Watson needs his he needs his right hand man that's fucking over there in Arizona right now, and that's that's and that's why I think Bill O'Brien, the GM, is where he's kicking himself in the ass right now. Because look. His run, his quarterback isn't playing at the elite level where he needs him to be, because you got him surrounded with a bunch of scrub receivers. 
at this point, it's just like, God damn, bro. Yo, Nick, you ready to go join the football team? Hey, Bryce, you ready? Rome, T, everybody, let's go. We might get a job with this COVID situation. We could be receivers in the NFL for the Texans because Jesus Christ, man. Is that the Texans are looking so so? I at least would have thought they would have beat Big Ben in the Steelers because I don't think Big Ben still got the juice. I think that defense is, is legit, but I thought at least at least the Texans should have won that Steelers game. At one point they were up. They were up in the up in the fourth quarter. Were like I'm sure of nothing within within the last seven, five to seven minutes of that game, and it was just like damn man. The, I get it. They got to see what they faced the Chiefs the first game, and then they got the Ravens the second game. Which is like those the Ravens for me would have been a toss up. I get the Chiefs, but at least the Ravens game should have been a little closer. Not the not what we saw two weeks ago. And then you see the Steelers game. I was just like, damn man, uh, the Texans really need a number one receiver. I wouldn't be surprised if they call the Browns for Odell Beckham coming up. That shit would be crazy, hey. But hey, Father First eighty eight just made a great point, man. They played three of the best teams in the league. I mean, the Steelers. Bro, the Steelers, come on now, bro. We're not going to call the Steelers a top 10 team, bro. Are you crazy? The defense, but that offense is not bro, that great. That's, I that's disagree. My guy. I think the Steelers are a top 10 team right now. Big big fan of the show. He's a huge fan of the show. You know what I'm saying? Always out there support, showing love. I appreciate that. But you off on this one, all right? The, <laughs> the Texans are 0-3. It's a wrap, man. Statistically, they're, they're done. I don't care if they played – one, two, and three. You lost three games. They're done. Bill O'Brien should be out of there. That's a, another discussion. But um, like Bryce said, they're done. I, I didn't like the pick in the first place. They got a bunch of number two and three receivers. They lost the, the safety, the security blanket that, that Deshaun Watson had. But 0-3, oh, man, and, and that's why you can't lose faith uh, in the Eagles because they're not 0-3. Oh, you know what I'm saying? 0-3, oh, we know. Teams don't, teams don't recover from 0-3. Oh, but they are huge. It's a long season. I remember season, man. I remember that pick. You know what I'm saying? I didn't. I didn't really want to get on you. I, I didn't know if you was like going through something. Maybe your dog had COVID. I just let it rock. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you got Pomeranian. <laughs> nah, nah. What, no, look. But really though, the, the thought, the thought process I take when I'm making picks like this when the NFL, man. I don't just pick who I think is going to be the best team record-wise or going to have the best constructed roster on each side. Usually on one side, I'll take that. and the other side, I'll take a team that I think could sneak in. Because once you get into that dance, man, y'all seen the, the run the Eagles went on a couple years ago? Shit was never supposed to happen. If you make it to that, in a, unlike <laughs> okay, you make it to that dance, Yeah, that's man, a low you blow, cuz. You know what could happen. I'm going to talk to that man. So, so, to, to me, it sounds like you said a lot to say you guess it. Oh, uh, yes, yes. That's exactly what you do when you make NFL predictions before the NFL season starts. You're guessing. Yes, T-Boogie. That's exactly what I'll be doing. Here's the problem with y'all, man. Here's the problem with y'all. Y'all y'all be trying to take every little piece of the season, and then y'all be trying to add the math over and just make it seem like that's the whole season. The season doesn't work out like that, man. It's a game of runs. Just like the NBA, the NFL is a game of runs. But it's a run of games when you're going to get hot. It's better to get hot late then you get hot early, in my opinion. But it's also you don't want to get too slow of a start, then you don't have enough time to come back. But I think a lot of these teams, like 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 Hansel said, like y'all said, yo, it's a good time to still you can still make it. You can still make a run. I wouldn't count the Texans out, and I wouldn't count the Eagles out, which brings me to my next topic. Winless teams. I'm gonna include winless teams, not 0 3, 
winless teams with the best shot to make a run. T, go ahead. Well, this is perfect to start with me because you guys just skipped me on, you know what I'm saying, the most disappointing team. But it's also a winless team that will probably make a run. They still won't make the playoffs, but they'll make a run. And it's the Falcons. The Falcons, man. Who who expected the Falcons to start off winless? I mean, I don't know how Dan Quinn has a job at this point. Like, you got Julio. I know he's hurt. He's, all, he's always hurt. But you, you got Ridley. You got Ridley there. You got a Pro Bowl quarterback. And Dan Quinn is supposed to be a defensive coordinator. He came from Seattle, right? He's, he's from that Pete Carroll lineage. And you can't stop anybody. You, you, at this point, you're known for letting teams come back. You, your fans can't even feel comfortable with a 20-point lead, a 15-point lead, a two-score lead. You know, it, it's, that's got to be disappointing as, as a Falcons fan. I mean, I, I know I wouldn't even feel safe watching the game until, you know what I'm saying, the scoreboard hit zero. And that's got to be a bad place to be as a fan, as an organization. But they're going to make a run just because they, they have the talent. They just won't make the playoffs. They're just going to be spoiler to a lot of teams. They, they won't make the playoffs, though. It's too late. Very talented roster, but it doesn't seem like they get it done when they need to. Bryce, most uh, uh, winless team most likely to make a run. Is it the Texans? You hit the nail on the head, man. I got the same answer for, the, for two questions, man. Not only are they my most disappointed team, but they also my team that has the best shot to make a run because – I can't go against my prediction, baby. He stole gotta, my whole flow, gotta, word for word, ball for ball. I got to stick to my prediction. I can't just be like, I, I can't say I want them. I think they can go to Super Bowl. Then, hey, they're my most disappointed. But they, 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 I got to I gotta still give them the best shot. Do I think it's going to happen? We all, well, we don't all know. But if you know the percentages on 0-3 teams, you know the likelihoods are not. It, it's not strong. It's not a strong chance. But if I had to pick one of those winless teams, man, I definitely wouldn't go with the team that had the guy. Gee. Sure, I'm going to still ride this train, this Texas train. I think they got the easiest record. They're going to play the Vikings this weekend, so we're going to see one of those two got to win. So I'm giving it to the Texans. And then afterwards, they had, well, who they get? they get? They get the Vikings this upcoming week, then they get the Jacksonville Jaguars. Then they get the te- the Titans, which they're going to have to win these divisional games. And then they get the Green Bay Packers. So this month of October, they have a they have a chance of going three and one, which I don't even see him losing against the Packers unless he gets a, unless he just loses the rest of these games. But yeah, the Texans they have a chance of either going three three and one or four and zero. Oh. Let's see. Who is Tyrone Logan? Who is Tyrone Logan? I, I hate to He's break. He's a smart team. man. He's a smart man, I can tell. Hey, Ty, 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 I hate to break it to you. They gonna take, they gonna give one up to, to Danny Dimes and one up to uh, Haskins. Nah, let me tell you what's about to happen, T. The winless team that's got the best shot to make a run, you guessed it, the Philadelphia Eagles. Come on, man. It's like you said. We're only a half game behind first place. The East is some shit. A half game, a whole game. We got a tough. We got a tough schedule coming up on us. We got the the um, the 49ers. We got the Steelers. We got Lost. the Ravens. Lost. We got the Lost. Giants, and then we got the Cowboys. That's five games right there. We just made three straight losses. We will go three and two. We will go three and two down that stretch, and we will reclaim first place by then. 
Hey, hey, uh, I have a question. Would you like to bet a dub on that? <laughs> <laughs> I will take another one of your dubs very graciously if you would like to bet that. I'll just put it out there. We can text about it later, big dog. Hey, T, 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 T give me the spread on the on the on the on the forty niners. <laughs> I'll take the I'll take the point spread. No, nah, let's take it straight up. I don't know when it's gonna come, but my miracles will come through. Believe it. <laughs> Stamp it. I'm not gonna structure Domus it because I don't I don't feel that confident about it. But oh I, I man, you gave me a nickname. I have, I have faith, man. I have faith. It's tattooed on me. Hey, I promise. Well, <laughs> one thing is for sure, man. One of those teams, you know what? That's not for sure. One of those teams might not make a run, but it'll be interesting to see who's right and who's wrong in that segment. <laughs> I definitely don't see the Eagles doing it. I think the Texans have somewhat of a shot. I don't know, though, man. I don't know. But let's keep it pushing, man. Let's get out of the NFL. I think we've been here too long. The people have been asking. week, the Chargers beat Tampa Bay. I've been up on my upsets. I caught right, the Lions baby. winning my upset this week. If you're trying to gamble, take the Chargers over Tampa Bay. All right, I, I I wouldn't take that, but G is guaranteed. Yeah. So y'all go ahead and hop on I've that. I've been hitting them, baby. I've been hitting them. I, I, I've learned something in my day. You, you don't don't bet against Tom Terrific, man. Yeah, that's not coming from the panel. That's coming from bottom left only. But uh, <laughs> listen, we'll, ladies and gentlemen, I've been hitting all my upsets since the start. You have been hitting your upsets. You have been hitting your upsets. I give you that. I give you that. It's like this is the week that comes to an end, though. But uh, let's talk about the NFL, man. Let's jump to the NBA. The people have been asking for it. They've been asking for us to give them these picks. So hey, we here, man. NBA Finals, man. LeBron James versus Jimmy Butler and the Young Gang, man. It's gonna get exciting. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna have some. It's gonna have some moments of unpredictability, man. I really do. Uh, but let's get to our predictions and let's see what what we think, man. I'm starting with. Top left, Scruff, man. I, I know you on the NBA heavy, man. What do you what do you how you see this going? Seven game series, Lakers. You got though. All right. Uh let me start out by saying that a lot of people have been dogging the heat. And um I think it's disrespectful. So I'm gonna start with that. Uh it's been it's extremely disrespectful. People are out here, Lakers are heavy favorites. And don't get me wrong, they should be favorites. But heavy favorites, I don't know about all that. Yes. They have AD and they have LeBron, which are the two best players in the series. No question. But if you measure out the top 10 players in the series, get out of here, Rome. You ain't even on. Top 10 <laughs> players in this series. You got LeBron, you got AD, but then if you got the naming the best, the top 10 between both teams, the top, the next eight are all heat. And tell me I'm wrong. Nah, play on Rondo, wrong. baby. Bro, bro, bro. Rondo? Are you kidding me? Bro, Jimmy Butler. Yes. You got Tyler Hero, you got Andre Iguodala, you got Bam Adebayo. Shit, Duncan Robinson is better than most of the shooters that they got over there, man. Seriously, seriously. But no, no, no. But real, right. overall, in all reality, I think the Heat are gonna be. It's gonna be a more competitive series than people think. With that being said, I think that the Lakers are gonna win the series. I think they're gonna win it in six. I think LeBron James. It's just too powerful right now, man. He's focused. He got that eye of the tiger, and I see it. Once I seen his his, his look pregame, I knew what that look meant. I have I understand the look. That's the look of an assassin. Feel me? I've seen it before in the mirror every morning when I wake up. So I know I know what it looks like. LeBron's going. He's going. He's coming for blood, man. Lakers in six. 
and and LeBron's gonna win it. LeBron's gonna bring bring, bring home another chip, baby. He he just does it too regularly, man. Lakers in six. Lakers in mm. six. Okay, all right. I mean, I, mm. I I can't. I think that's a decent prediction. Uh, Lakers, Lakers. I think I agree with you with Lakers taking it six games. Gee, how you feel about that, man? I know the Heat your squad. Yeah, I'm going to abandon ship while I can. I'm about to get in this rap. <laughs> get the fuck over to the Lakers side because I know where I belong. And I'm taking the Lakers in five. I give Miami one good game. I think they're either going to win game four or three. But the next two games we're about to watch, the Lakers are going to win those two games. But, yeah, Lakers in five, gentlemen sweep. Uh, and and the people you're about to gamble on life, I'll take the spread the Lakers. Right now they're giving the Lakers four and a half, and I'll gladly take those four and a half. Because I think the Lakers could win by seven their first game, and it could be easily a low, a, a, an over game. I get the defense that Miami's coming with, but I also understand that LeBron James is going to want to score, go nuts, show the world. And on top of that, these Lakers are trying to do this for the great today's episode for Kobe Bryant. You know, we're on a 24th episode, and I think these guys are going to mentality where they're trying to honor Kobe Bryant's legacy. And if anything, if they go for the juggernaut, for the juggler, I see that you guys giving them a whole sweep. Fuck the gentleman's sweep. And they're really going to go all out and do this for Kobe. I see that these guys winning these in four. In four. And I got the Lakers with I got the Lakers with the spread tomorrow night, and I got the over as well, which is over right now is at 218. Hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a lot of points. I I, I mean, I think you bring up some good points there, G. A sweep though, Ooh, man, I don't know about that. T, what you think, bro? Are the Lakers getting them out of there that easy? I mean, I think I think it should be a sweep, but it won't because it's Bron. I don't I don't think Bron has that dog in him to, to pull off that sweep like some of the other Somebody. legends would have against an inferior team. But um, the the Heat the Heat have a uh, slowed the Bucks down, right? They slowed Giannis down by packing the lane. Turning, turning the bucks into shooters. If you can't make your shots, it's gonna be hard to beat the Heat. They they packed it in on uh the play zone, packed it in on the Celtics. They they stopped Kimber from driving that that sort of thing. If you can't make shots, and the Celtics made a lot of shots, so it was really interesting. They had a lot of shot makers. I don't know if the Lakers have that caliber of shot making talent. You know, guys that can create their own shot. You know what I'm saying? If they keep LeBron out the lane, he's a streaky guy. I think. He can get hot four out of six games. I mean, he is one of the greatest of all time. He definitely can get hot um, and, and carry them at least three games, and maybe AD gives them another one. But I think it should be around five or six. I'm going to say six because he got a bunch of white guards on the perimeter, man. And white guys have been getting it done since Trump became president. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of faith in them to follow their leader and get it done. <laughs> Hey, that's, 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 pretty, that's pretty hilarious right there. That's pretty wow. hilarious. Wow. The, the biggest X factor here, right, is, is we're starting to see the emergence of Tyler Hero. Uh, we know Bam can give AD trouble. That he, he should be able to give AD some trouble. But Tyler Hero is the biggest X factor. Somebody on the Lakers, maybe LeBron, is going to have to take on that task of stopping that guy because out of all the shot makers in the playoffs, um, the guy's elite, man. He, he's in that top five. He's looking like Dane. He's looking like a lot of those killers. He's not scared to pull up in your face. He's not scared yeah, he's to top, What is he in the top five of? Yeah. Well, Child scores. Hey, T, bro. T, put that cup down. Keep that cup down down on that table down there, bro. Man, that hat's too tight, bro. That hat's real too tight. The NBA? 
No, no, no. In the bubble. In the bubble. In, in the bubble. Oh, he's talking about. Left, I don't know about left all that. In the bubble. You mean left out of the team? No, no, no. Top five no, between no, no, both teams. In the bubble. In the bubble. Period. Now he hasn't had the same amount of shots as some other guys, right? He doesn't have the green light that a game had. Take thirty-five shots a night, but the more shots you give that kid, the more shots he's going to make. I mean, he he's proven it. When when has he been off? When has he been been off a lot? He's, he's been, been off a lot. He's been off a hell of games. He's not, he's not like that every night, man. Look at no, the box No, he's definitely not. No, he's definitely not. And he, he's not and like the, that every night. Five, if you go for 40 and all of a sudden you forget the times we had less than 10 points, like, come on, nah. Right, it's, right, it's, right. It's, it's, it's he averaged Robinson 20, what are you saying? Or it's Tyler Hero. He averaged 20 that entire last series. Yo, listen. Tyler Hero definitely bought out that series. Average. He bought out that series. sounded like a little bit of a reverse racism here. <laughs> no, nah, nah, nah. I like the kid. I'll check my Twitter, bro. bro. <laughs> no. Seven game series, no. man. LeBron James and the Lakers. Let's get into LeBron James a little bit because LeBron yeah, James. Like who's times. guarding LeBron James from Miami? Real quick, real quick. That's a good question. It's got to be Jimmy Butler. LeBron, look, we already seen that matchup in the East. LeBron James is 35 years old, bro. Like, y'all not giving this man no respect. You know what Will Chamberlain was doing at 35? He was averaging 14 points a game. You know what Michael Jordan was doing at 35? He was retired from the NBA, bro. LeBron James is 35 years old. He's in the finals for the 10th time, man. It's the fact that six rings at 35. Listen. Put some respect on it, T. Stop it. Bro, he did, but he was also out of the league and was never going to get another ring after that. After 35, he was never going to get another ring. LeBron's 35, and he could still run off. It's not crazy to think that LeBron can get three or four more rings. It's really not. It's like, not. It's not. Yeah, y'all got to be man. So are you telling me if Jordan would have went and played with Shaq, he wouldn't have got another ring? If jo- Hey. LeBron's not playing with Shaq. You know Shaq was going to be 35? Shaq was getting 13 and a half points a game in Phoenix when he was 35. <laughs> when on, when Jordan was 35? I'm talking about when Jordan was 35. He would have went and played with a, a bit a greater star, right? What would have happened? I don't know, bro. But he oh. had a great star in his whole career. He had a great star with him. He, he got six like he didn't play with Scottie Pippen. You act like he didn't win six with him, though. Yeah, I did. I didn't take okay. nothing away from him. You are. So LeBron, LeBron, LeBron can't do LeBron can't have a Scottie Pippen? God damn it. He, if you all right, man. Scotty is not AD. AD is a MVP caliber guy. I, I, I'm not Scottie sure. Scotty was never MVP. Is caliber guy? Scotty led that no. team to the playoffs, and they was looking like the Pelicans. They was they was they was competitive, but they was first round exits. Matter of fact, Scotty got them past the first round. The Pelicans they never get past the first round, or maybe one time. Then they got swept. I think if I remember correctly, Scotty so, Scotty ain't never played with uh, against Kobe. <laughs> That's your MVP quality team. teammate that you talking about. The dude can't even win by himself. He can't win by himself. LeBron taught him how to win. It's like, I don't know who said this. It might have been G that said this. It's like when LeBron came over to South Beach and Wade showed him, he said, Yo, come here, young boy. Let me show you how to do this. Let me show you how to do this, son. That's exactly what LeBron doing right now for AD. AD don't ever, AD ain't never won shit. He ain't never won shit. He's just a style, stat sheet stuffer. No so, different than Carl Anthony so, Towns. Oh, we're, win judging, we're judging guys by their ability respect, to, to win championships or, or, or just Carl Anthony Towns a bum. Whoa. It's not even like, on topic right now. My man Anthony Davis is, is, is a top five guy. Like, I'm not – this is crazy. This is crazy. Well, he I is mean, top five, but 
Does that discount? Does that make? Does that mean because you have a great teammate with you? Like, what about all those great Lakers championships, Celtics championships? No, 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 like, no. LeBron, LeBron. You know, I'm not taking away. He's doing what he's supposed to do. He's doing what he's supposed to do, right? The same way Patrick Mahomes is doing what he's supposed to do. You're surrounded by talent. You're supposed to win. I'm I'm not knocking him for that. I'm not knocking him. So does it make it less great when he does? Because like I think he still deserves credit. He does deserve credit. He does deserve credit. But we're not going to give him more credit than some of the other guys that didn't travel to find guys and chase rings. No, you you brought those other guys up. We can compare them, and you're right. You know, it's not, it's really not fair to be like to compare the legacies to where it's saying like what he did was greater than what Jordan did, right? And I don't think that's fair either. Because when we're talking about the greatest basketball player of all time and the best basketball player of all time, I'm starting to believe that it's two different conversations. I strongly believe that Jordan, when it comes to the running of the greatest basketball player of all time. It's very, very hard to knock Jordan off that pedestal. But if we're talking about the best basketball player of all time, that conversation gets a little muddy, man. And you might, there's some guys you really got to put in that conversation outside of just Michael Jordan. Right, like Bill Russell. All right, all right. Let's, let's, Kareem, let's, let's well, not, not Bill, Bill Russell to me is more of a great, but I would put like a Kareem, a LeBron. I would hold them up to Jordan and go skill for skill, and you still look at accomplishments too. And I think you can hold that up. Let's shift the focus back to the series, right, to the, to the finals. What what happens if the Heat do win this thing? Where do we put LeBron then? Now, now you come up with that's a great point because if the Heat win this finals, first of all, two things simultaneously happen, right? The obvious is Bron gets discredited and rightfully so, right? But the second is the greatness of that Heat team is solidified. See, whenever somebody brings up LeBron losing the dirt. First thing I always ask me is, do you not think Dirk is one of the greatest NBA players of all time? Because I do. Because I was watching him hit those one-foot fadeaways that were unguardable, similar to how guy hook that's unguardable, right? I watched that and I and I recognized the greatness. So two things will happen. One, one, we'll discredit Ron, but two, we gotta put into perspective that if that happens, we must put into perspective just how great that heat team actually is. I don't see that happening, but if it does. That's a, that's a, that's one of the all-time great teams. It just is what it is. Okay. With the Heat, if they win, you said. If you beat LeBron and AD, if you beat LeBron and AD in the finals, you won. You won the all like you great. It's greatness. It's one of the all-time. It'll be one of the all-time greatest runs. It already is. Honestly, it already is. They're fifth seed. They, the, the, the fact that they're doing this without, like you said, like Jimmy Butler. Most people were thinking he would go teammate team up with somebody, right? And what he do? He went renegade style and basically got a whole bunch of undrafted no names. And turn them into dogs. You feel me? So it's it's a great story. You know what I'm saying? But what's gonna happen to LeBron? I'm not I'm not one of them guys that that's that flew over my opinion over and all over. Like I'm not gonna discredit LeBron because he's losing the lose the finals. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. I'm not. Because like yo, that stuff happens. It's like when when it's like yo, it's just lightning in a bottle. One thing I say about the Miami team that it, it, they've done one thing right. That's the key to winning a championship, and and they bought in, and that's what you have to do to win a championship. You have to buy in. That's what the Raptors did. They bought in. The Heat had bought in. If they win a championship because they bought in, it's because they bought in, and they deserve it. But well, the talent, the talent level doesn't make sense, and I don't, I don't, I don't foresee that happening. I mean, also, <laughs> also, they're, also, they're the only home team. Ish. I called that. Remember, I called that. Yeah, I I mean, called no that. There's no real home. Team. Mean, yeah, the Orlando not in the finals, so get out of here. They, did, they no, didn't man. have to travel at all. They're there, like. Yeah. Man, 
If you if you're from Florida, you know that Miami is not even close to Orlando, bro. That's like a four hour drive. That's like meeting me. Some, that's like the Sixers being at home in Washington D.C. It's not even the same place. Really not. So yeah, I, 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 I ain't buying that. I feel what you're saying, though. I feel what you're saying, and I, I and I don't know, man. Like the more and more I think about it, you know, Scrub. I think you brought up a, 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 a interesting point when you said that you don't discredit LeBron James for losing in the finals because at the end of the day. I will, I will, but I'm not gonna dis. I'm not gonna question who he lost to. You see what I'm saying? I'll look at the tally at the end of the day. If if he has ten finals, right? If let's say he goes to two more, right? But the number he wins stays at three, and this dude is three and you know what I'm saying three and nine in finals. I will have to hold that against him, bro. When I'm looking at if he's the greatest basketball player of all time, I will have to. But at the same time, if he wins, let's say two or more. I'm not going to go back and be like, damn, he lost to Dirk. Damn, he lost to the Spurs. Damn, he lost to the Warriors. Like, no, I'm not doing that because those are all all-time great teams with, for most part, multiple Hall of Famers on those squads. Now, he loses to the Heat this year? You know, maybe I got to rethink what I just said. But as of now, you know, that's kind of what I think. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like if he can't make his jumpers, man, it's going to be a really interesting uh, series. He's got to knock down big shot after big shot I don't, I don't expect the Heat to just let him dive to the hoop, man. They didn't let Giannis do it. Uh, I, I don't know. Hey, you ain't been able to do that. He's still powder cake. So soft. Man, he's been hitting him though. He's you can't do, him, you can't do the Brian with what you got. What happened to Giannis? LeBron not going for that. Lamar, Lamar ain't happening, bro. You got. You like, you see the, like the turnaround. The, the back downs on the post with the turnaround jimmies in the in the paint. Oh my god, Giannis don't got that in his repertoire. Come on now. He doesn't, but we have seen LeBron miss shots and become more of a facilitator. And I and I think if you're Miami, that's exactly what you want. You want the other guys to beat you. So like I said, I think it might get interesting. Man, then you're gonna get 36, 18, and 10. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It might be ugly. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron putting up down there triple doubles almost every night, man. So I so wouldn't bet against the most him. Overrated stat in sports. Yeah, how about championships? Yeah, I, I might, I might have. To, I think you. That's a decent point. I'm not gonna say the most, but I think a triple double is a little more overrated. I mean, it's it's a big, it's still a big deal, but people be talking about a triple double like it's a hundred points or something. It's not, it's not that. It's not eighty one. It's not, you know, it's not fifty. It's not a fifty piece. And, it, and no matter what we say, T gonna find some way to knock on LeBron. It's all good. No, nah, look, look, I, I I respect these guys enough to honor how hard they work to get to where they're at, right? And that's why I'm holding them to a, such a high standard, such a high bar. Those guys didn't work hard for me to give them all this credit and say, "All right, guys, you made it." No, you worked hard to take on the toughest challenges. You know what I'm saying? You want to play those Hall of Famers in the finals. You don't want to go through Jimmy Butler and the Heat. That's not what you wanted. You wanted to go through Giannis. Honestly, you right. wanted to go through the, the, the MVP. That's that's my mindset as an athlete. Maybe yeah. other guys think differently. Maybe they want to pass release resistance, but I hold those guys to a higher standard that they held themselves to to get to the position that they're at. So really the path hey, resistance so like same way I knock Lamar Jackson. If you want to be that elite guy, you got to face elite criticism. All right, and I, I respect that. And now one thing is a fact. LeBron has received elite criticism his entire career, bro. And one, and one thing he's done, because let's just keep it a bean, bro. 
when LeBron was on the cover of Sports Illustrated before he even had a chin hair yet, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't supposed to live up to that. He wasn't supposed to live up to what he is now. Hey, that happened. I've been criticizing that man since I had a Black Planet page. And so, so the thing about how incredible nobody lives up to it the way LeBron has. It just doesn't happen, bro. The nah, that's, that's real. That's real. That's really real. Yeah, yeah, I mean that, that dude. That dude is the truth, man. Shout out, shout out to LBJ, man. They talking about he might run for president. Imagine LeBron on the podium versus Trump, we, man. We we already had an LBJ president, man. That's a fact. <laughs> Trump versus LeBron in a debate would be hilarious. Bro. Shout out to Lyndon B. <laughs> nah, don't shout out to Lyndon B. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, I might as well vote for one of us, man. The, 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 the next great leader in, in, in the U.S. might be right here among us all right now, realistically. Who the next great leader on this show? Hey, honestly, the mellow got a couple more minutes. Ragu. <laughs> hey, man, vote for the mellow ragu, man. 20, 20, 2080. <laughs> <laughs> a vote for me. A vote for you, degenerate gamblers. And I'll make sure we win our parlays. Hey, my man, you can gambling everywhere. You can gamble in the bathroom stall. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you gamble on what time your grandma going to wake up the next morning. <laughs> All funny games. Never mind, never mind. <laughs> a vote for me is a vote for you. Hey, man, a vote for gas is a vote for the culture, man. Hey, man, no, we coming up on another great episode, fellas. We stuck to sports today, so expect a whole lot of culture topics next week, man. As always, it's a pleasure to be joined by you guys. Hey, DeMello Ragu, let the public know where they can reach gas, sports for the culture. They want some more content, man. If you guys haven't downloaded the app by now, which you should have, if you haven't heard us now, we always say to you guys, you go download the gas app. You can follow us on Twitter, and you can follow us all individually, one of us, on Instagram and as Twitter as well. If you don't see us, our names right there, you can follow us there and we'll follow back. Shit, comment us, let us know how you guys feel. We give you guys some hints. Shit, hit me up on Instagram. I may give you a couple parlays for the free 99. Hey, no, no doubt, no doubt, man. It's at Good Ass Sports every and anywhere that a social media exists. As always, brother, this is Sports for the Culture. Sports for the, the Culture. For the culture.